Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile, you're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile, you're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. I was in Paris with my brother, and we went to that cemetery. It's a, it's a very old and famous cemetery where a lot of famous people are, are buried, including um, Chopin and um, uh, Jim Morrison, you know, a lot of celebrities. So we went there. And it was starting to get dark, so my brother and I were trying to get out of this this uh, cemetery. And basically the way the cemetery is set up is that they look kind of like little streets. And so I'm surrounded by a big kind of wall. And so we're trying to get out, and it's getting dark, and we're lost in the cemetery. And there are a lot of mausoleums, so it's not like you can just go up a hill and kind of see where the gates are. So I'm starting to freak out because I don't want to spend the night at a cemetery in Paris, which is that old. And suddenly my brother and I, we see an old lady. And we're like, oh, well, you know, she's probably here visiting someone. She doesn't know where the exit is. Like, she's probably leaving soon, too. So we decided to follow the old lady. And as we're following her, we turn the corner and she's gone. There's nowhere she could have gone, like, walk that fast. But what was interesting is that when we turned the corner and we no longer saw her, we did see a gate. So um, we were able to leave the cemetery before it got too dark. I think it was probably a ghost who knew there were two kids who were uh, scared and they were <laughs> lost in the cemetery and she led us to the gate. Sometimes ghosts can be helpful. They can be leaders. They can be beacons to the living as to what the living needs to do to stay safe. Sometimes they can lead you down another path to danger, to things and places that you really truly should not be around. But when you see the ghost, when you have that initial experience, it's hard to know exactly what its intent is. Number one, you're seeing a ghost. That's not exactly a common thing for most of us. And then you have to wonder, number two, is the intent of whatever this is I'm seeing uh, truly good? Even if it does look innocent, even if it looks like a nice, kind old woman, even if it looks like an innocent child, sometimes those are some of the more deadly or, or, or nefarious characters that we see because they are truly neither. Luckily, in that story, it led to something good. In today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online, EPP bonus episode number 241, we hear ghost stories from multiple haunted houses. Sometimes the ghosts initially show up as innocent, children, things that you should be able to trust. And sometimes they just come right out and let you know 
that they are not there for the good. We'll talk about a solution that a family has to find when a demonic force causes chaos and physical violence in their house. Scratching on people's bodies, not just on the walls, but physically scarring, scratching. Spirit activity getting so bad for one family that they're forced to flee their home in the middle of the night. This is not a retelling of the Amityville Horror. This is a different story where a family has to make that decision. A child continues to see and interact with Grandpa long after he dies. Is it Grandpa? And a baby's room holds the ghost of someone, but who it is and what they want with the children is anyone's guess. Good stories today. From Real Ghost Stories Online, I am Tony Bruschi. This is EPP bonus episode number 241. Stay with us. Haunted houses. Is there really such a thing? It's kind of a crazy thing to say on a show about ghosts and how far we are into doing our show. But what do I mean by that? I mean, is it ghosts that are haunting a house or is it the people that are haunted by ghosts when they're in the house? Of course, the answer could be made, well, what about when nobody's living in the house and people are seeing things in the house? And then the rebuttal to that could be, well, what are those people's levels of sensitivity who are seeing the things? Are, is it just that they are seeing these things because they have that level of sensitivity? And the wheel goes round and round all over town, uh, but I never get, um, you never really are going to have a true I guess, uh, definitive answer to that question. It could it could be either or, really, and I'm not here to say uh, that it is either or because I don't know the answer. In our next story, we hear about someone who lived in, well, they don't want to call it a haunted house. They want to say they're the ones who were haunted, including their mother, who they don't want to say his mother lived in a haunted house, but they were haunted or they're sensitive, sensitive enough to pick up on the ghosts, full-bodied apparitions that appear in this story and really just freak the hell out of this family so much so that they end up fleeing in the middle of the night. Obviously this is kind of reminiscent of some other very famous haunting stories where the family says enough is enough. We got to go. What exactly was it? How far did it go? How far was it taken that a family literally says we have to leave this house? It's uh, it's quite a story. Take a listen. I grew up in the South. Until about the age of 16, we lived in a very stereotypical split-level house in the suburbs. It was a small house, though. 
and as my sisters and I grew up, it became a little cramped. My parents began looking for a larger house to buy and almost immediately found a house just across the highway from where I grew up. It was a much larger house, three stories, four bedrooms. Give you a quick layout of the house so that it's a little easier to picture what I'm telling you. The top floor was my parents' bedroom and a small sitting room with a balcony overlooking the living room. On the middle floor was my older sister and my younger sister's bedrooms, a bathroom, the kitchen, and living room. The bottom story was a basement, my bedroom, and a laundry room. We were a one-income household. My dad is a boiler maker. My mom was a stay-at-home mother. So we didn't have a lot of money. I wondered how we could afford the house. I found out later that the house was priced extremely low because the lady who lived there wanted out quickly. Her father had built the house for her. He had recently passed away and living there became just too painful for her. I guess that story made sense to my teenage brain, but as an adult it seemed odd that you'd want to sell a house that your father built for you after he passes away. If it were me, I'd want to hold on to the house forever. One of the first things I recall that would be considered paranormal activity was the bear in the floor incident. I had a blue stuffed bear that I got as a birthday present when I was a little kid. I was 15 now and didn't play with stuffed animals anymore, but I liked the bear, so I kept it in the top of my closet. I started to notice that the bear would be lying in the middle of my bedroom floor every day when I'd get home from school. It happened over and over again, and I never thought much about it. I'd just pick it up and put it back in the top of my closet. It happened almost every day for a few weeks, when all of a sudden, it hit me. Who's doing this? My little sister was around 13 at the time. She wasn't into playing with stuffed animals anymore. Plus, she was at school at the same time I was every day. My older sister was away at college. My dad was out of town for work, and I know my mother wasn't doing it. We had a dog, but there was no way he could reach the top of my closet. I eventually just got rid of the bear. Not long after I noticed the bear situation, my bed started shaking at night. I was in the basement. Two of my walls were completely underground, so it's not as if my floor was shaky. The laundry room was next door to my room, but the dryer was on a different wall, and besides, my floor was stable. It was concrete under the carpet. It began slowly at first, but over a few months, it would shake so hard that I couldn't sleep, and I ended up just sleeping on the floor most nights. At this point, I still wasn't thinking ghosts. I was a teenage girl. My brain only thought about three things at this point in my life. Boys, clothes, and school. But that changed one night. About six months after moving into the house, it was a Sunday night in October. I had spent the weekend at my best friend's house, and her parents had dropped me off at my house. My parents were out to dinner with my little sister, and my older sis was away at college. I was alone in the house. I was standing at my desk in my room about to play some music on my stereo when I heard a man's voice. Right behind me, it said my name. You know how when you hear your name, it's instinctual to reply immediately? Like hearing your name is a different feeling than hearing any other words. So I immediately responded, and I got out the word, Yeah? Came halfway out of my mouth when it dawned on me that I was completely alone in the house. I never slept in my bedroom again after that. A few months later, I had just come home from being out with friends. It was late, around midnight. My father was away for work, older sister at college. Mom and younger sis were upstairs in the loft watching TV. I was at the refrigerator searching for something to snack on. 
As I raised my head out of the fridge, I saw what I think is my sister walk right past me down the hallway to my right, which this leads back to her bedroom. The hallway is immediate to your right if you're standing at the fridge, so close that if you put your arm out, you're right, half your arm is in the hallway. So I just happened to have something that I needed to ask her, so I called her name. I did not get a reply. I popped my head into the hallway and didn't see her bedroom lights come on either. It had been plenty of time for her to turn her light on, and it was so dark back there, I knew she wasn't just stumbling around in the dark. So I said her name louder and started to walk towards her room when I heard her say, Yeah? From upstairs. I stopped dead in my tracks and asked, Is mom up there with you? She answered, Yes. I had just seen a full-bodied apparition, not even two feet from me. I ran upstairs as fast as I could, crying and screaming, which is not like me. Even as a teenager, I was super laid back and fairly unemotional. There are a few more incidents at this house, but I'll wrap this up. I found out later that pretty much everyone in the family had experienced things. My mom seemed to get the worst of it, but she didn't tell me about it until I was in my mid-twenties. We moved out of that house literally in the middle of the night. My parents woke us up at like 3 a.m. one morning and we left. They weren't able to sell the house. It went into foreclosure, which is super not like my parents. I've always been very fiscally responsible. I found out later that my mother had been telling my father about all of the paranormal experiences that she was having. And he didn't believe her until the night we moved out. That's where we're going to stop on the preview portion of EPP bonus episode number 241. Please... Please stay with us and become an EPP extra podcast person. Get access to the rest of this episode and all 241 bonus episodes. You get all of them when you sign up at ghostpodcast.com or you can do it through Patreon. The link is there at ghostpodcast.com. Coming up, we're going to talk about spirit activity that gets so bad for a family. They're forced to flee their house in the middle of the night. What solution does a family have when a demonic force causes chaos and physical violence in their home? A child continuing to see and interact with grandpa just days after grandpa passed in a baby's room holding the ghost of someone. But exactly who is that spirit and what do they want? All of that and more in the rest of this episode. Sign up to be an EPP. Get advanced episodes to the program weeks before they go public. Yes, unreleased episodes you get before everybody else. Also, like I said, all 241 EPP bonus episodes and access to them every single week as we create them. Brand new ones every week. Ghostpodcast.com. Until next time, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thanks for listening. The Samson Barbecue Grill is the official grill of backyard fun for you and your mosquitoes. Whether you're grilling for one or feeding the whole brood of mosquitoes, our durable and portable grills are perfect for patios, backyards, and Engorged mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin the moment. Orkin, home is where the bugs aren't. Visit orkin.com to learn more. Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile. 
You're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. The Samson Barbecue Grill is the official grill of backyard fun for you and your mosquitoes. Whether you're grilling for one or feeding the whole brood of mosquitoes, our durable and portable grills are perfect for patios, backyards, and engorged mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin the moment. Orkin, home is where the bugs aren't. Visit orkin.com to learn more. If you are anything like us at ThriftBooks, you love books. You know, real books, made of ink and printed on paper. With over 13 million used and new books, starting as low as $3.99, ThriftBooks has your next great adventure. Affordable textbook or cozy afternoon. Any format, edition, and condition, right at your fingertips. Visit thriftbooks.com slash podcast and find your next favorite book today. For the love of books, Thrift Books. If you are anything like us at Thrift Books, you love books. You know, real books, made of ink and printed on paper. With over 13 million used and new books, starting as low as $3.99, Thrift Books has your next great adventure. Affordable textbook or cozy afternoon. Any format, edition, and condition, right at your fingertips. Visit thriftbooks.com slash podcast and find your next favorite book today. For the love of books, Thrift Books. If you are anything like us at Thrift Books, you love books. You know, real books, made of ink and printed on paper. With over 13 million used and new books, starting as low as $3.99, Thrift Books has your next great adventure. Affordable textbook or cozy afternoon. Any format, edition, and condition, right at your fingertips. Visit thriftbooks.com slash podcast and find your next favorite book today. For the love of books, Thrift Books. It's the game everyone's talking about. Shim Sham, a laugh out loud adventure for you and your cockroaches. Part board game, part dance off. Shim Sham is loads of fun for cockroaches of all ages. Just spin the wheel, strike your pose and get ready for a scurrying cockroach. Don't let roaches ruin the moment. Orkin, home is where the bugs aren't. Visit orkin.com to learn more. It's the game everyone's talking about. Shim Sham, a laugh out loud adventure for you and your cockroaches. 
part board game, part dance-off, Shim Sham is loads of fun for cockroaches of all ages. Just spin the wheel, strike your pose, and get ready for a scurrying cockroach. Don't let roaches ruin the moment. Orkin, home is where the bugs aren't. Visit orkin.com to learn more.